Hi everybody, how's it going? Just thought I'd put out a tiny little mini-sode for you just to keep you going until the new episode comes out on Sunday. So I've just tried the Resident Evil 3 demo for Resi 3 Remake on the PS4. Not half bad. So the game mechanics are a tiny little bit different from RE2 Remake. I mean, inherently, it's got the same hyper-realistic look about it that Resident Evil 2 had and obviously made it stand out. Now, Resident Evil 3 is not particularly a game I've had much experience with in the past, given how seminal it is on the PS1. I was always about Resident Evil 2, but my boy Nemesis, he, he's got me. So... It's only, I mean, it took me about 20, 30 minutes to do the demo, but that's only because you fight the man himself, the nemesis. And that was a little bit confusing. He looks pretty cool, though. So I'm looking at him on the menu screen right now, and he looks like he's kind of wrapped up in biohazard suits and stuff like that. He actually looks pretty menacing. So as for gameplay, yeah, I mean, it, it works pretty well. It's... Like I said, pretty much all the same buttons as the RE2 remake. The only thing I didn't like was not having the sub-weapons attached that you could attach on Claire and Leon like you could in RE2. So if you got grabbed, you could stab them with a knife or chuck a grenade at them. In this one, Jill just likes to get eaten. But then you have got the inclusion of R1, that being the dodge button. bit like the original original. Resident Evil 3, where you have the dodge button on it, which I think was probably on square. If you timed it just right, you could dodge out of the way of enemies. They've incorporated that into this one. So, obviously, if you dodge, you, your screen flashes white and she rolls and Jill rolls out of the way of it. So, yeah, I mean, overall, it's pretty good. The, the hyper realism of it all, like I said, is really cool. The gore is good. I'm a little bit worried because obviously I don't think it would have been in development as long as RE2 Remake was. So I'm just wondering if it's going to be a little bit rushed. But again, I don't have that much affinity with Resident Evil 3 like I did with RE2. However, damn straight I'm going to get the game and I'm going to play it. So hopefully going to grab that when it's out in April. Okay, apologies for the change of microphone. I'm using my hands-free kit, not my proper microphone. You'll go back to that in a moment. So, it's five past eleven at night. I've just got finished watching Glenn Danzig's Verotica. Now, for those of you that don't know was screened a few months ago at a horror a horror festival and people walked out saying it was the room for horror I'm inclined to agree for the first 20 to 30 minutes because my word it's bat shit bonkers so, where do I start? So, 
it's written, directed, yeah, written, directed, scored by Glenn Danzig of Misfits fame. He also is an executive producer and one of the directors of photography on this film. So, Verotica, basically, it's an anthology film based on some of Glenn Danzig's comics from his Verotic comic book line. So, the first story is absolutely batshit mental. It's like this weird spider thing that comes to life and kills people. When this woman falls asleep. This woman has eyes in her nipples, by the way. It's never explained. Just just going to let you think about that for a moment. And this massive spider-type person looks like Goro from Mortal Kombat. <laughs> and that two of his arms move. He has six arms, but only two of them move, being the top two. And he gets dubbed uh, the neckbreaker by the media <laughs> because he goes around breaking women's necks. Yes, that's the level of stu stupidity we're talking. So that is absolutely batshit mental. The cast are absolutely awful, hamming it up. Brilliant. First 20 minutes segment, great. Second segment is basically a just an exercise for Glenn Danzig to stare at semi-naked women in a strip club for however long it took to shoot. Uh, yeah, basically it's this stripper woman who steals people's face, cuts people's, cuts other women's faces off and wears them. Not good. And then the final part is like a Countess Bathory story so she kills women and bathes in their blood I was bored by that point if you like weird cinema maybe watch the first story and skip the rest I just really wish I hadn't paid the $30 to import it from the States that has got a cool CD soundtrack in it so that's something I guess okay so it's also worth noting that while I've got your attention and while I'm doing this mini episode about the whole COVID-19 pandemic so obviously our local multiplex has closed as have a lot of the cinemas within the uk and possibly around the world so obviously we're not quite sure how long the pandemic is going to go on for i'm going to try my best to try and review some new films and such as and when they come out be that obviously whether they be new on Netflix or whatever. Obviously it is worth noting that Universal right now has just recently put on early release The Invisible Man that I reviewed on the last minisode. But obviously they are charging full cinema price obviously if you want to see that. Which is fair enough. I just want to kind of take into stock that obviously I'm hoping that once we pull through this that people won't obviously forget about cinemas and local multiplexes. I think I was talking online recently with someone, it might have been Winstolf, at Winstolf1 on Twitter, 
basically he was saying to me how as well he hoped that local cinemas and multiplexes won't disappear and go away and we and we had a conversation about you know cinemas from our youth and and things like that i mean he talked about his local cinema and i talked about our local warner brothers cinema before it became views that tells you how long ago that was it would be a shame to see obviously once this covid19 pandemic is over to see all the cinemas go so obviously when they do eventually reopen we've all got to make a concerted effort to go back again and once you know show our love and appreciation of the medium of film and cinema so obviously once again like i said i will be trying my best to try and review new films but obviously it's going to be quite difficult at the moment so whether that be for via rentals or whatever i will find a way even if it just turns out i end up reviewing new trailers for films that are coming out soon take black widow for example that was due out next month month after and i was really looking forward to doing a mini episode on that but by the look of it they have obviously um moved the release date and that's fine because you know it's not appropriate to be released in you know multiplexes at this time however one thing that i will urge obviously is i believe birds of prey or prey if you want to get serious about this is due out on early release within the next week two weeks get that downloaded and get it watched because that film deserves a lot of love and i believe sonic is out as well and if you're into that kind of thing that's fantastic i mean i didn't personally have a problem with it but i know that some people do so make sure you support that as well although one thing i do need to mention before the end of this mini episode is the fact that devin townsend one of my favorite heavy metal artists of all time is currently sustaining a self-imposed quarantine because his tour got cancelled in the middle so obviously he's uh, isolating right now in canada and as a result he's started an isolation project believe it or not he's begun streaming on twitch and every day he's putting out new music I'm not quite sure if you can hear that in the background, but I've waited years for this. And he's put out a cover of the Venga Boys. Is um, the Venga Bus. And do you know what? It is everything I wanted and more. If 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 you don't like heavy metal, then at least you can sort of appreciate the genius that has gone into him wanting to cover the Venga Boys' Venga Bus. I've been waiting for him to do it for years, ever since I see him live in car, I think that must have been 2012, in Cambridge at the Junction, and his pre-gig visualisations came up, and there it was, it was the Venga Boys. So, yeah, as I say, he's recently started Twitching, uh, streaming on Twitch, obviously, um, missing all of his quarantine projects and things like that. And there's also worth a shout out that there is a lot of out of work uh, comedians and bands, things like that at the moment. So, you know, if you've got cash, maybe buy some merch, maybe buy an album. You know, a lot of comedians, you know, they have a coffee, chuck them a coffee or something like that. 
who knows, you might make their day. Because obviously a lot of people, right, a lot of comedians have had to reschedule their dates and things like that. So they've obviously taken a financial hit with this COVID-19 pandemic. Like, for example, I had tickets to see Beck Hill next month. But obviously that's now been rearranged. So rather than getting the refund, I'm she can keep my money and obviously uh I'll go to the um the rescheduled date. 